Welcome to the Wise of Texas podcast. Wise of Texas is a nonpartisan, nonprofit, empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. You can visit our website, wiseoftx.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Poonam Kaji, Wise of Texas board member and today's host. I want to remind you all that we have some really fun merchandise on our website right now. We have some t-shirts encouraging folks to vote. We have a chai blend that I actually enjoyed this morning. So go check it out. Also, voter registration deadline is October 5th. It's coming upon us very soon. Please talk to your friends and family about their voter registration. Go to votetexas.gov. You print out the form and you mail it in. Um, I had someone recently tell me, oh, well, I don't have a Texas driver's license. I moved here, um, but you know, I guess I won't be able to register to vote. Um, that's actually not the case. If you don't have a driver's license, you still can fill out the voter registration form. You enter the last four of your social security on that form. You will need some form of ID on election day. Um, the votetexas.gov website has a lot of info on that too. A passport could work. So you don't have to have a Texas driver's license specifically. So let's talk about our guest today. Um, I'm very happy to welcome Jeff Whitfield, who's here today. He's a candidate for Texas State House District 92. For those of you who don't have all the district numbers memorized, <laughs> this district encompasses uh, small cities between Dallas and Fort Worth. If you're from this area, um, we often call it mid-cities. H-E-B, which is Hearst, Euless, Bedford. The district also covers a bit of Arlington. Jeff is a lifelong Texan and a veteran. Jeff, welcome. Will you tell our listeners just a little bit more about you as an introduction? Well, thank you so much for giving me the chance to speak with you and speak with your listeners. To tell you, to answer your question, to say a little bit more about myself. Uh, and thank you for so so uh, perfectly summarizing this district. It is Hearst, Euless, Bedford, and parts of Arlington, Fort Worth, and Grand Prairie that are out here by DFW Airport. Um, and I, I know this district uh, well. I grew up in the mid-cities. Um, my family moved here in 1979 from Abilene uh, as the textile manufacturing industry kind of collapsed out that way in the west of Texas. And uh, we moved here. My mom has been a hairdresser all my life, and um, almost all of the time that she's been a hairdresser, she has been a hairdresser in the mid-cities. So as a kid, I grew up, uh, when I was out of school, hanging out in my mom's hair salons in the mid-cities and listening to folks talk about what they were happy about and the things they were worried about. And frankly, that's what I believe I should do as a representative, and I'm going to be listening to neighbors talk about the things that they're happy about and the things that they're and help them find the solutions that we need to, to make sure all of our families here in Texas, and especially here in the mid-cities, uh, have the, the sort of future that they envision. Um, you, you covered briefly my background. You know, um, I grew up here, went to local public schools, went off to the Air Force Academy, served our country as an Air Force officer. Um, from that opportunity, and, and frankly, because of that service, I then got a chance to go to England for a couple of years, where I was a Fulbright Scholar and one of the world's first peace scholars, working on issues of diplomacy and international relations. 
Uh, after that, I came back to Texas and studied to be an attorney. Um, while I was in law school, I worked as an aide to one of our state senators, the longest serving state senator, in fact, John Whitmire. So I got to learn a little bit about how the legislature operates uh, on his staff. Uh, after that experience, I went and worked at the War Crimes Tribunal in The Hague, assisting the prosecutor there, prosecuting those responsible for war crimes in the Balkan conflicts. Came back to the United States, clerked for one of our highest courts, the United States Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals as a clerk to the judge, writing opinions and preparing him for arguments. Uh, and then um, after my clerkship, I started to practice law as an attorney here in North Texas. That's what I've been doing ever since. Uh, I've been representing individuals and entities with all sorts of legal challenges and um, have really committed myself and my firm to doing as much pro bono work as we can. I'm the director of pro bono programs for our firm, Kelly Hart and Holman. And through that, I make sure that we as lawyers uh, provide free legal services to the poor. Uh, oftentimes that is veterans here in Tarrant County or uh, women and children in shelters uh, here in Tarrant County. Uh, I am married to uh, my uh, uh, a young lady I've known since I was in junior high. My wife, Shelly, and I both grew up here in this community, and we have a little boy, Knox, seven years old, um, who gets to spend a lot of time around his family. Uh, his grandparents here in the area are especially happy about that. So that's a quick thumbnail of me and my family. I want to ask you something a little bit specific about this seat and this district. Um, Jonathan Stickland held this seat for the last seven years. He, he represented this district in Austin. Um, and South Asians might remember um, when he, not too long ago, um, got involved in a local city council race and, and kind of put him, inserted himself in the middle of that race, attacking a Muslim candidate. Um, you know, this type of bigotry and racism, it, particularly when it comes from the top, from an elected official, um, it can be damaging for a community. He's decided not to run. Um, so he is not on the ballot in November. Um, Jeff Kaysen will be on the ballot in November um, along, along with you. And I, I get the whole incident, I think, raises a question. Can communities of color feel assured that elected officials are considering their best interests and their safety. Let, let, me, let me say first that speaking for myself is that I will promise you that I will be listening to every member of my community and that when I have the ability to be a voice for the people of House District 92, I'll not just be thinking about, you know, a very small niche of people who donated all the money that uh, it takes to run a campaign, unlike maybe some prior elected officials in this community. I will be thinking about every resident in our district and trying to make decisions that benefit them. And I, I'll tell you that I actually, um, I was partly inspired to get involved in, in this political fight because of the divisive, hateful rhetoric that I heard coming out from who I expect will be my my predecessor in this role. Um, and he, he is still very much involved in this race. Um, while my opponent is Mr. Kaysen, uh, most of the, um, 
the garbage that you hear on social media comes from Mr. Stickland. Uh, he, um, Mr. Stickland, as I understand it, has gone around much of Texas introducing Mr. Kaysen as the Stickland 2.0. So if everybody wants to have another Stickland, I guess they should go vote for Kaysen, which guarantees a victory, I'm sure. Uh, but I, I will tell you that um, when I heard that divisive rhetoric, and I, I went and sat down with Salman Bojani and told him that I stood with him and that I was um, apologized for what he and his family had been through, uh, those attacks based upon his faith, um, it reminded me of the same hateful rhetoric that I had seen uh, working for the prosecutor at the War Crimes Tribunal. When I had been involved in the prosecution of these uh, military and paramilitary forces in the Balkans who had murdered more than 7,000 Muslim men and boys sim simply because of their faith, because they were Muslim. And the United Nations said, we will not stand for this. And they held them accountable. And I was honored to have been a part of that team that found them guilty of war crimes and genocide. But when I start to hear that sort of rhetoric, when I hear someone, especially an elected official, pick people out and dehumanize them and point out their faith, um, I think all of us have to be on guard. And the reason we have to be on guard is because when someone attacks my brothers and my sisters, they are attacking me and they're attacking everything it means to be an American um, in a country where you know everyone is allowed to practice their faith as they choose. So um, I'm, I want to say to the listeners here that you will have an ally in me, in Jeff Whitfield, as your state representative. But I think we should all be concerned that we live in a time where there are forces, and some of them will have their names on ballots, who will use um, divisiveness and hate to try to divide us and to motivate people. And those of us who know that's not wrong, we have to work harder and speak louder and vote uh, as early as possible to make sure that we protect the America that that we all know we should have and we can have if we engage. Yeah, I'm, you know, I will, I will say um, one of the things that, that Wise Up Texas considers to be very important is one, voter engagement, civic engagement, and inclusivity, um, you know, a spirit of inclusivity and equity. Um, and of course, whenever this type of rhetoric exists coming from an elected official or from a campaign, um, it does suppress engagement, right? It makes people wonder, should I go vote? Should Of course, running for office sounds like a really bad idea. Um, you don't wanna be subject to that kind of scrutiny and discrimination. Um, so I think there's there's a lot of effects on society when, when that happens. So um, those are really important points about, about your campaign and about the climate that we're in right now. I want to give you a chance to tell us, you know, about your platform. What are the most critical things you want to address for Texans if you get elected? Well, and, and I, I'm, I will I, thank you for allowing me to, to do that. Before we leave the point we just left, though, I want to say to your listeners, and I know you, you feel the same way uh, as a lawyer, that I have sworn twice in my life to support and defend of the United States, once as a military officer, and then again as an attorney. And so I invite anyone that's listening to this, anyone who, who can hear my voice, if you feel that you are being somehow disenfranchised, if someone's scaring you from voting, there's something that's 
preventing you from engaging in the process, I want you to call me. My number is 817-330-9134. Or I want you to go to my website, whitfieldfortexas.com. And I will use my legal skills and the, the, the resources of my campaign to do exactly what I've sworn to do twice. That is support and defend the Constitution. Because if people are getting in your way of engaging in this process or intimidating you, they are violating the very Constitution they pretend to love. So uh, consider me a resource on that. And with that said, let me let me tell you about um, the, the issues that our campaign is focusing on are the issues that that, as I said earlier, I have heard my neighbors here talking about since I was a kid. Um, you know, growing up in my mom's hair salons and this past year knocking on thousands of doors all across our, our community, attending events of the Nepali, uh, Nepalese Association and uh, visiting with some friends who'd invited me to meet with their, um, you know, their neighbors. What I'm hearing people say is we are worried about protecting our public school system. You know, there are there are folks like my opponent who want to take money out of our public schools and put them into special vouchers or scholarship programs and pass that along so that, you know, you know they can go the money can go to private schools. We know we have to make sure that our our public schools are protected, our teachers and our kids and our parents, especially in times of COVID, have the resources they need to get an exceptional education. It's in the Texas Constitution. Uh, we have to provide a great public education. It's something that we know is fundamental. The other thing I know that my neighbors are talking about, so we're talking about in our campaign, is healthcare access. We have the highest level of uninsured folks in America right here in Texas. Not only is that morally reprehensible, but it's economically irresponsible. We've got, we've got folks who get their only care by going into an emergency room or the county hospital. Um, one, that's just not right. But two, it's driving up healthcare costs for all of us, and it's causing hospitals and doctors to, you know, to lose resources and lose money. Our system has to be fixed, and there's ways we can do that. We've already paid the taxes to the federal government. Let's take that money back and expand um, access to affordable, quality healthcare. And then third, you know, people want to have good jobs uh, for their families. They want their kids to have good jobs after they get that good education. And in times of COVID, we've got some serious hard work uh, to recover economically. And as most folks who study these things know, most jobs come from uh, small businesses. And, you know, I will be a champion of those small businesses that create jobs and will do everything I can to clear the way for economic recovery in the time of COVID so that we can, um, we can make sure that all the folks here in our community have the ability to get that education, get a good job, and work toward a better future for themselves and for their children. That's what we're running on. And the reason we're running on that is because that's what we know our neighbors are interested in. Thanks, Jeff. That concludes our interview for today. As a reminder, um, double check your voter registration, make that voting plan. Wise of Texas is a nonpartisan and nonprofit organization, but we welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who wanna reach out to our South Asian followers. Wise of Texas does not endorse any candidates or political party. You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes will air on Radio Azad here in DFW. Thanks for listening. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving a hoot with Wise Up Texas.